0: Great, big, beautiful podcast. Oh, and
1: here I am, just little old me, Minnie Mouse, and my friend Lucy.
2: Say hi, Lucy. Hi, everybody.
1: (laughs) Oh, this is fun. Have you ever been to Disneyland?
2: Affirmative.
0: That was
3: definitely
0: an e-ticket. I can't believe all the new gadgets they've got now. For a while, we didn't even have a house phone, not to mention laser
2: discs, high-def TV. You are listening to The Great Big Beautiful Podcast. This
0: week on the show... Blending all of these things together was a lot of hard work. Um, and one of the things that that we found early on was we, we did some exploration that was really out there. It was really different. Mm-hmm. Um, But we found that it started to not feel like the characters, and it didn't feel like Donald Duck, it didn't feel like it didn't feel like Scrooge, Uh, and so we found this this we had to find a balance where it felt like these Disney classics, but also had a modern edge to it.
2: Here are your hosts, Jamie Green and Justin Connors. Are you? Are you? You could totally get to
1: do that, aren't you? Oh yeah, we're gonna to totally boom. acapella. If we were like acapella yeah, right? singers, we could come Life in acapella. Like, boom, 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 okay. Boom, 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 so boom. there's a few songs in that you could like theme songs that you can walk up to someone and sing the first line to, and the person will like call it back to you. I, I mean, of people of a certain generation, right, are right. and one of them is probably not maybe not for you because you've told me how much you hated it before, but you could what? come in. <laughs> what?
2: what? What are you talking about?
1: It's a rare condition, this day and age. Do you know? Oh, that is that one? full
2: house? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can't sing that. People know You 90s right? kids. You're crazy And and
1: the Family Matters theme song, at least for my generation, was like oh, that. I but no any of the is. any of the Disney gener- like the Disney afternoon shows, they're all like that. Every single J-j-j-j-j-bandy. one. Oh yeah. Exactly. Or the Darkwing Duck One. Like like, you just know it when you hear it. And DuckTales, I think, though, the life, life is like is a, like a hurricane. hurricane. I think everybody Here knows it. Here is Duckbird. Exactly. A and it's just such an iconic show. And we're, we're so happy. Like, you don't even know how happy Jamie and I were to be able to do this interview this week. Yeah. And I don't know if I was more happier to do the interview... Or just I was happy because because of the interview, we got to preview the first episodes of DuckT- the new DuckTales series.
2: So let me gotta watch let's it set the scene for people who might not be aware. <laughs> So let's set the scene. So, um, you guys, anybody who's listening knows that sometimes um, we have different co-hosts who come on. So mm-hmm. um, we have a, a rotating stable of co-hosts. Who, if that person is a huge fan of somebody that's going to come on, uh, yeah. will step in and and, and do co-hosting duties. Um, when I was offered the uh, Matt and Frank for Ducktales, I didn't even have to ask Justin if he wanted <laughs> to be in on it. I said, Justin, we're talking, we're doing Ducktales. Yeah. And and then they sent me uh, a link to the screener for the first two episodes, which was mm-hmm. like the premiere movie. And again, like I should have done something more like I should have tortured you with it a little bit. But I just <laughs> I just messaged you when I say like, oh, hey, like real casual. Hey, casually, like, way, oh, hey yeah. you want to watch DuckTales? Because I got it. Yeah. <laughs> and now keep in mind, guys, like so DuckTales is premiering this week as you're listening to this. Um, we talked to them and we watched the, the premiere like a month ago. A month
1: before, yeah.
2: So that was like way ahead of time. So like we were like, we felt pretty special.
1: <laughs> and it was even more special because we got to watch it in the and it wasn't even fully finished yet. Right. There was sound, the Foley, the sound effects, Foley is, there were, the, Foley like the, is the, the whatever word for it. the, cool, the sound effects. Word.
2: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like there was the 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 intro like the the song yes. was there and yep. then when you watched the episode it was just the audio like the 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 voices the like there part. were no sound effects there was no background music it was nothing so it was it was a little bit weird to watch it um but uh yeah i mean the important parts was there like we we yep. saw the animation and we heard the voices
1: well and there was also scenes where the scenes weren't fully animated yet and you could see the drawings like it would flip through the drawings, yeah. and that was awesome. That for for someone who's a huge like geek about Ducktales, that was like, you know, that was up there. That was high, you know, to be able to see those because you because it gives you the hint, like it gives you the feeling, you know, what I'm I'm watching something before anyone gets to see <laughs> this. Well, I'm special. I really yeah, am. Yeah, I am special. I am. <laughs> so we got to talk to the executive producers this week. We we and did.
2: Yeah, we so we talked to Matt Youngberg and uh, Francisco. He goes by Frank. Frank Angonese, Um, and uh, yeah, these it was just just a treat. You know, these guys clearly you're you're gonna hear these guys are just as big of fans mm-hmm. of Ducktales as as we are as you are. Um, and so it was sort of like imagine you got the call and said, "Hey, do you want to make the new Ducktales?" That's how they felt when you know when at the beginning, and they still feel that way. You're know, just like pinch right. me because I got to be dreaming.
1: And we talk about this in the interview. There was a tweet where Matt sent it before when it was announced, and he said, I don't know the quote, we talk about it, but he says something to the effect of, get ready for me to ruin your
2: childhood. Yeah. He said I look forward to ruining your childhoods. Yes. <laughs> and and I, Which can, is I can tell nice of him to be self aware of that, that he knows that there was gonna be blowback. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> so you join us in our excitement. I'm sure you are too, because it's just around the corner if you're a DuckTales fan.
2: So here we go. Here's the interview. Hope you enjoy. Um, I, I wanted to <laughs> I guess start with I This is not news to you guys, but I can't think of another new animated series, you know, within the last couple, three, five years, that has had people as excited uh, as Ducktales. Uh, People obviously have a lot of uh, nostalgia and attachment to the original, and they're really excited about seeing something new. Was that overwhelming for you guys when you first started off the project, knowing that there were going to be such expectations?
1: (laughs) Was?
0: Is? Um, this this is Matt speaking. I, it's funny, I think it kept building from the beginning. <laughs> I think from the beginning, it was more the excitement that we had to work on it. I was just excited to work on DuckTales. And then as every little bit of information got parsed out and every image came out, and then, you know, the cast video announcement came out, every single thing that came out was, like, bigger than the last thing, <laughs> and, and people were saying more <laughs> And then it's like, oh, there's a lot of people who are really, really excited about this. I figured there would be, but it's it just it's just kept growing.
3: Uh, to be fair, I don't think it was entirely out of left field. Uh, you know, we always say that the, the the right mix of a person to work on the crew, and this is true of the writers, the performers, the board artists, the directors, the designers, everybody on the crew. Uh, they are both. Uh, so unbelievably excited, they can't believe they get to work on Ducktales, and so <laughs> utterly terrified of messing it up that <laughs> everyone keeps everyone else in check. Yeah.
2: Uh, <laughs> I I'm not sure if you guys are calling it a reboot or a revamp or what you're calling it, but like they're the new version. Were, were Were you ever hesitant about that? And because you know it's been a it was a part of so many people's childhoods or their kids' childhoods at this point um were you ever like oh should we maybe just leave this alone
0: um i don't think there was ever a thought to leave it alone excuse me i I think there was uh, as frank said it's just an overwhelming desire to do it right yeah Uh, you know Mm -hmm. i think it in you know in my mind having worked on franchises before it's just it feels inevitable that something's going to come back Mm -hmm. and uh, I want to be involved with the thing that I love, so that it comes back in the right way.
3: <laughs> well, and I'll, I'll I'll also say, you know, to the narrative that we have, you know, our 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 show starts with Scrooge and Donald not having talked for a long period of time. Scrooge is kind of retired from adventuring, and he's coming back after a long period of time. So it kind of worked itself naturally into the the narrative. You know, we always said uh, that we want to approach the show in terms of our update. Uh, as a family sitcom, you know, as a, a sort of mm-hmm. uh, big blended family sitcom, so it's the interpersonal relationships first, and then the the adventures uh, kind of inform those. Uh, but one of the things that, as we were piecing this family together, we realized: oh, so we who were fans thirty years ago are now ostensibly Donald's age, right. you <laughs> know, or we, we have our own kids. So that brings in this family element that actually felt natural towards bringing it back. So like we were the, right. the 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 generation that grew up with DuckTales now has their own kids. So doesn't it make sense to approach it from that family angle?
1: Well, yeah. and we we got the we got to preview the first episode, and I, I brought my son in with me, and he's never heard of DuckTales. I haven't showed him the original yet, but I, it was awesome because we could sit there and watch it, you know, both of us side by side. <laughs> so that that's great.
0: Awesome, yeah, Yeah, Uh, that's that's something, too, that we're excited to because Frank and I both have kids as well. And we're excited to be able to kind of bring this, you know, to them and that have them experience DuckTales the way that we did as as children. Mm -hmm. Um,
3: Very exciting that you watched it and decided to continue with this interview.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So how, how long did it take you to arrive at the character designs and animation style?
0: Uh, it was, you know, it was a lot of work. <laughs> it, was, it was something we, early on as we started to, to work on the style of the show, we, we, you know, we looked at a lot of different options. One was to, to retain the original sensibility of the original series, but we also wanted to look at how we can contemporize it a little bit, but we wanted to do so without changing fundamentally who these characters were and who they are as icons in the world. Uh, And so, what we did was, we went back to the past. We looked at a lot of things from the Karl Barth comics, and we looked at a lot of the old Nine Old Men masters of animation and how they handled drawing these ducks. Because uh, as an artist, drawing these ducks is like one of the biggest challenges. Like, drawing those beaks is so hard. So, we had to look at, like, (laughs) okay, how did did the geniuses before us figure out how to do it? So, we took touchstones from all of these different places and we kind of combined them using. Our own contemporary uh, stylings and kind of mushed them all together, blended them all together. But wanted to find a unique style that also that lent itself well to the character interactions, making sure that we were, you know, had characters that could be relatable, but also characters that could go on adventures and look dynamic and interesting on those adventures. So it was like blending all of these things together it was a lot of hard work. Um, and one of the things that that we found. Early on, was we we did some exploration that was really out there. It was really different, Mm -hmm. Um, but we found that it started to not feel like the characters, and it didn't feel like Donald Duck. Mm -hmm. It didn't feel like it didn't feel like Scrooge, Uh, and so we found this this we had to find a balance where it felt like these Disney classics, but also had a modern edge to it.
2: Yeah. I You know, when you're balancing the animation style and the look of the characters, like you're saying, between, you know, staying faithful to what the original was, but still finding a fresh look and a, you know, an updated um, characterization. Yeah, and something that, that goes along with that, though, is the cast, the voices. And you guys have managed to assemble a, just a phenomenal voice cast for this show when you started casting what were you looking for? I mean, were you also looking for something that was more like a balancing act, like between what the characters used to sound like, what we know, and something that was new? Or was it something else?
3: Well, one of the things, uh, you know, in looking back at the Karl Barks comics, they had the advantage of not needing voices. Right. You know, they, <laughs> they could all kind of talk, and so the characterizations in those comics we're able to be a little bit deeper. The relationships were a little bit more back and forth and, and playful. Uh, uh, and then when it was adapted, you know, it was a beautiful melding in the original DuckTales of the original Donald, Huey, Dewey, Louie, Scrooge, et cetera, with some elements of the Karl Barks. We wanted to push it knowing, uh, you know, one thing that's really gratifying as a writer, uh, every decision that is made on the art side is made based off of narrative so when we were looking for actors we were looking for people who could be whose voices were naturally funny mm. first and mm-hmm. each other and we auditioned hundreds mm-hmm. and hundreds and hundreds we tried duck voice we tried kids we tried teens we tried uh, uh, uh funny actors we tried cartoon voice actors and the people that we found that naturally just kind of rose to the top were the people who naturally had a fun sincere interplay so it was never that the emotions were being laid on as something else it was just naturally mm-hmm. part of the tenor. you know one of the things that is interesting about our cast obviously we have david is amazing mm-hmm. i mean david yeah. is the anchor so he's <laughs> unbelievable uh you will give him a very lengthy expositionary monologue about uh, the lost city of atlantis and he will turn into a beautiful person. Yeah. <laughs> well, you I, in I really want you to go on this adventure. I,
2: I wanted to ask about him because, you know, Alan Young's Scrooge is really a tough act to follow. I mean, he is the iconic voice of that character for my generation <laughs> and probably a generation on either side right. of me, too. Um, but, I mean, if there's anybody who can step into those shoes, it's David Tennant. Was he your first choice, or did you? was he, like, one of the hundreds of actors who you who you were casting trying to find the right voice
3: david was first choice we were such huge fans of david from uh from everything you know not just dr who but also broad church also uh uh uh, i loved uh um the vampire movie uh Yeah, loved it so much that I can't Right, (laughs) right, 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 right. yeah. And and he just brings all these levels. And one of the things that's really interesting about David and actually a bunch of the British actors that we work with is that they lend themselves, they're not afraid to go over the top (laughs) uh, for Mm -hmm. for a cartoony gag because that's all part of their training. They can go very subtle and very nuanced and then David can get big and boisterous and over the top cartoony. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, once we heard him, the very first time I was like, oh, there's no other choice. Yeah. I mean, Alan was so warm, and, and he was. He was Scrooge mm-hmm. for an entire generation. But uh, David brings a little bit of that original Barks edge. I mean, mm-hmm. the original Bark Scrooge is not a nice person <laughs> at all. He's <laughs> uh,
0: pretty, pretty feisty. And yeah, yeah. You definitely <laughs> get that from David.
3: Um, <clears throat> but in, in casting the rest of the cast, the two things that work, first of all, we're really happy that I think our entire cast has voice acting credentials, mm-hmm. even though they are these like interesting names, these you know, who've done tons of well-known projects. They all have done tons of voice acting before, but also so many of them have an improv background. Yeah. Uh, and that lent itself naturally when you're doing an animated show and you're trying to make it feel like mm-hmm. it's a family mm-hmm. and they're all interacting with each other in a believable way. That really helped a ton. To naturally know that they can play off of each other in that fun and interesting mm-hmm. way, instead of, you know, trying to do what they think the their character would do in an isolated scenario. Yeah. The
2: other
0: thing, the other thing I'd like to add too is just as uh, we tried to do with the crew as we've crewed up is finding people who are afraid of messing it up. <laughs> uh, the, the actors are the same. Way. I mean, these are a, a lot of a, a lot of our actors grew up loving ducktails and so they're just over the moon doing voices for, for the show. And so they really bring it, they really try their hardest and they're amazing. And I think the best thing about them is that they, they've embodied these characters so well. Mm -hmm. Uh, One of the things that we really tried to do in the series was give the three nephews, a distinct voice, not Mm -hmm. just in terms of their actual voice acting, but their characters and, and trying to define their characters. So when we went to find the right actors for it it was a really it was really key that we find the actors who embodied the characteristics of the characters we we wanted to 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 create with these nephews um, and I think we found them I mean these three really are the characters and they bring so much warmth and so much nuance because it's part of their character mm-hmm. to these
2: yeah
0: Yeah.
3: we we actually had uh, Bobby told us the other day Bobby Moynihan who plays Louie told us the other day that he had to stop saying certain phrases <laughs> that he says in his regular everyday life because <laughs> we totally stole them for our show <laughs> because that's how we felt like oh well yeah Bobby is Louie and Ben is, yeah, is. Louie <laughs> uh, so he's like yeah I gotta stop myself from saying oh boy <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, you know, one other thing about the cast is that, you know, like you're saying, you got all these incredible actors, you know, who have animation background, but also, you know, are just great comedic actors. Um, but I, what led to, you know, Tony Anselmo is back as Donald and Corey Burton is also back as uh, Ludwig, von, Ludwig von Drake, I believe. And they those are the same actors and the same characters from the original show. So I'm just wondering what led to those two specifically um, to reprise those same roles.
3: Well, in terms of Donald, I mean, one thing we've always said is Donald is Donald. Yeah. Donald was around long before we were alive. He will be around long after all of us are dead. Um, He was the touchstone. I I will say for Tony's part, we've been pushing his character in interesting ways that I don't think uh, Tony has particularly explored before, which is really exciting for all of us, Uh, you know, trying to make him more. We always used to, we always, when we were developing the show, we said that, uh, Donald was like the Louis C.K. of Duckburg. You know, he was <laughs> a single parent trying to do his best, trying to hold down a job. That's perfect. Up- <laughs> but he clearly loves his kids. And yeah. it was, you know, one of the things that I remember from when I was a kid watching the old Disney afternoon and the performance that Bill Farmer put into Goofy yeah. on Goof Troop at, Goof- yeah. at a Goofy Movie, uh, bringing that level of warmth and caring and three-dimensionalizing the character was something so revelatory. You know, he wasn't just a goof. He had a sincere core to him. And we wanted to try to explore what is the Donald version of being a parent. Uh, And Mm -hmm. and something that Matt said earlier as we were developing the show, we always tried to find the uh, traits that everybody knows and then find a three-dimensional character-based explanation for them. So Mm -hmm. we say, well, the boys are constantly getting into trouble and constantly pulling pranks on Donald because... Donald is overprotective and he won't let them out of the houseboat. So they're constantly going to act out. Donald has these squawking rages because he used to be this great adventurer and it mm-hmm. became like his marine berserker rage. Uh, <laughs> a tool that he could use in this, in these adventures. So in pushing Tony in those directions, because again, that's Donald is Donald and there's kind of, you know, you don't want to tweak that too much. Uh, Corey, Corey's just fun. Yeah. I mean, Corey, Corey, Corey uh, knows Von Drake so well. He's such a student of Von Drake. You know, there are certain very character characters that you you have to rely on the folks who know mm-hmm. them a little bit more than you do. We had a little bit more leeway with Scrooge and the nephews just because we were bringing our own take to them.
2: Yeah. Um, so... Go ahead, I was, I was gonna So, what can
1: we expect from the first season? When we watched, uh, when I watched the preview, I noticed there was a few Easter eggs. So, are we going to be seeing more of those? or Are you really going to take a forge a new path?
0: Sorry, a few
1: what? A few oh, Easter yeah. eggs and callbacks. Yeah, so, yeah.
0: Know, I think you're going to find a lot of both because yeah. uh, awesome. as we go through the season, you know, we we put a, we put things in there that you know hardcore fans will recognize. Mm-hmm. In. Of because we are hardcore fans and it's fun to put those little easter eggs in there, but it was really important to us that we're not just resting on the laurels of what came before us, but that we're trying mm-hmm. to create new. Uh, and so it's just it's not just a geek fest; it's something that new audiences can come and enjoy, especially kids. I we don't wanna we don't wanna alienate new viewers by just making a whole show a big in joke on the original mm-hmm. series. to make sure mm-hmm. that we're creating something that fresh eyes can come to and really enjoy. So I think as you go through the series, you're going to see a lot of things that are, that if you're a huge fan of Carl Barks, of the original series, you'll go, oh, that's pretty great. They did that little thing there. Or they're doing a story in the style of that Barks story. But then you'll see a lot of new, fresh takes on things and new stories and plot lines that carry us through to, uh, to new places.
3: Yeah. yeah, one of the things we always used to say is that DuckTales is kind of like a public trust,
0: right? Like DuckTales belongs to. <laughs>
3: DuckTales belongs to everybody, certainly in our generation. I mean, you walk up to someone who's 30 years old and you say DuckTales, they will instinctively go, woo-woo. <laughs> um, but everyone has a different version of these characters of DuckTales. They have some people, for some people, DuckTales is the original series. For some people, it is the comics. For some people, it's Donald Dewey Dewey and Louie shorts. For some people, it's the Nintendo game, you know, and, yeah. and we wanted to take. Uh, as many different viewpoints and kind of smush them all together, and mm-hmm. say this is this is trying to deliver to everybody the ducktail a version of the ducktails that they remember, and mm-hmm. what it meant to try to recapture that energy that we had watching it for our kids uh, in a in a new and
2: updated way. Yeah. Uh, real quick, Matt. I had to laugh. I looked at your pinned tweet from uh, last summer, which is, I guess, <laughs> when it was first announced, and you said, "I look <laughs> yeah. forward to ruining all of your childhoods." Um, I, do you still stand by that? I mean, I, I mean, I it was tongue in cheek, but have you gotten a lot of kickback? People that are like resistant uh, to seeing it.
0: You know, I I feel like we're lucky that we haven't got a lot of resistance. Yeah. I mean, there's there's definitely a few people here and there who have strong opinions and, and feelings as well they should because we have strong opinions and feelings on this <laughs> as well. Um, but I, I, it is a tongue in cheek tweet. It's something that it's, you know, it's said about every new thing and every new, mm-hmm. or every new, uh, any, anything that comes along, people have said, Oh, they ruined my childhood. Yeah. But honestly, what we're trying to do is not ruin anyone's childhoods that to give them something new and fresh that they really love and enjoy, but that will, keep them in love with the thing that they still
2: loved as a child. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's amazing. Matt, Frank, I know you guys got to go. You got a whole bunch of these to do. So I really do appreciate your time. Thank you so much.
3: Well, thank you guys so much. Thank, yeah, you
2: thank you. time. Thank you. I'm looking forward to the rest of the series. All right. Something I was a
1: little worried about is when they got different voices, different actors to play the nephews. Right. I was a little worried about how that would come across But I think after watching the preview screener, I think that I agree that it was probably a good idea to give them all different personalities, like they were saying when we interviewed them.
2: Now, I'm going to come clean and be honest here. And now, I was a huge DuckTales fan, obviously, still am, the original. I didn't really realize, until we talked to Roosie Taylor when she was on the show, I didn't realize that she did all three of the voices. Right. And, and she was webby so she was all for the kids um, and one of the things that kind of bothered me about the nephews and the original DuckTales is that the only way you could distinguish among them was by the color that they were wearing yes. you know like they didn't really have a distinct voice I mean subtly they did but it wasn't one that mm-hmm. I as a kid really picked up on like so it was like and I honestly like I felt the same way about Ninja Turtles I could never keep straight what color was who Right. So it's like so having each nephew have his own voice now I think mm-hmm. was the correct choice to go because it right. gives them a it gives them a unique personality
1: exactly and now they can probably write episodes around each of the nephews personalities because they are very different personalities they you'll see it when you watch it it's really good it's really it's really well done that they did i mean that's why they get paid the big bucks right that's why that's why (laughs) they get to do ducktales and not us and that's why we're sitting
2: here (laughs) talking about it
1: (laughs) yep yep they made a good choice (laughs) and also in the interview we mentioned easter eggs i we did see a couple in them and in one of the scenes I will. I don't. I don't want to spoil it for you, but there's a scene where they enter, uh, area of Scrooge's house, and in the scene, there are a few different like trinkets and things laying around, and they go over them, and it, every single one is from an episode of the original DuckTales, which is really neat because if you remember the episodes, you see them, and then, and there's also other things in there that you'll have to look for when you when you watch it.
2: Yeah, it, it's what the great thing about those Easter eggs and those callbacks is that it's not just to the original DuckTales animated right. show. They also mm-hmm. throw in a lot of callbacks and references to the Carl mm-hmm. Barks, um, the original comics. Uh, so right. if you're up on your Carl Barks, if you're up on your original Uncle Scrooge, um, you know, keep your eyes peeled because there's a lot of that as well.
1: And I even spotted a character from the Goofy movie. So you'll have to watch for that. Let me know if you see the person yeah. too. I'm not going to say who it is, but let me know if you see them. Like tweet me No, be keep, like I saw. Keep your eyes peeled. P- keep your eyes peeled. All right guys, we're so excited for du- for <laughs> DuckTales. I don't I, I don't even know what to say. I'm just excited. I can't wait to see the entire yeah, season. I'm super thrilled. And I'm really, you know what I'm really hoping? And I, mm-hmm. as much as I am a DuckTales fan, I am I was more of a Darkwing Duck fan. I'm hoping this is a gateway
2: <laughs> I guess it depends on how well it does I mean, I would like to see a Darkwing Duck before Chippendale Rescue Rangers, I'll say that Me too But, yep. um, yeah, I mean, it seems natural We've got Launchpad already
1: Oh man, when I saw Launchpad in the preview episode I almost, like, jumped out of my chair Because it wasn't that I forgot about him But when I think Duck, t- when I Like, everybody relates to a different character, right? So when I think, as they were saying in the interview When I think DuckTales, it's mostly Scrooge Going on adventures yeah. more than more than Launchpad, but when Launchpad popped in, I, I just was like, "Launchpad, that's him!"
2: <laughs> I know. And I mean and like we didn't even we haven't even we talked to the guys a little bit about this but like the voice cast, I mean the cast right. that they put together and it's not just the main characters, you know. I mean mm-hmm. like so like Gizmo Duck is Lin Manuel Miranda, you know, mm-hmm. from from Hamilton and it's just like so like yeah, David Tennant's getting the majority of the press right now because it's David Tennant as Uncle Scrooge obviously and he does an amazing right. amazing job, but like every person on that cast is a, is incredible.
1: Um make sure you go watch this Saturday. Um, you're not gonna miss it. Just turn it on to TXT because they're doing it for 24 hours. 24 hours.
2: That's not. So they're starting at midnight, um, August 12th. I don't know when you guys are right. listening, but so they're gonna start at midnight and just like 24 hours, they're just gonna keep showing Duck the same. This Ducktales, Ducktales. So the same you can episode. watch it
1: like six times in a row if you want to. <laughs> yeah. Like, Ducktales. Go go watch it.
2: And then after that, on September twenty third is when the series is going to start in earnest. There's going to be two new episodes, September twenty third. But uh, and I'm sure after the twenty four hour marathon of the the premiere, they're going to show it a number of times between then and and the end of September. So, um, you have no excuse not to see it.
1: All right, you've been char- you've been given a mission. You yeah, do it. <laughs> All right, guys, we are the Great Big Beautiful Podcast. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at the GBB Podcast. I am Justin at one forty Justin C.
2: I am Jamie at the Roarbots.
1: We'll see you next time, which will be after our little break. This is like a little interlude. We didn't even mention that. We'll see you in a Surprise! few weeks for our for our first episode of season two. So we're gonna call it season two. All right. We'll see you then.
2: Take care, guys.
0: This podcast has been a production
3: of the Geek Dad Podcast Network. If you've enjoyed this content, please consider supporting us at patreon.com slash geekdad.